This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Kickin' Life Podcast. Your host, your truly Kickin' Life guru, Master Rich Grogan. Hey, as Rocky says, nothing hits harder in life. It's not about how hard you can hit, but how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. And that's how winning is done. And I want you to be a winner. I want you to be your very, very best. I want to inspire and motivate you to believe in yourself. So win, not if, but when life knocks you down, you get right back up with that confidence that I can take on more, I can do more, and I can live my best kick in life. All right, so buckle up, saddle up, here we go. Greetings, everyone. You're Kicking Life Guru Master Rich Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Wowzers, wowzers, wowzers. Another great show coming at you. I've got my little buddy in the house with me, Mr. Emmett. Emmett, how are we doing, bud? Awesome. Awesome. Well, Emmett's here, and uh, he's going to shed some light on our, our subject today. Big part of it's going to be, and i got a great message from Professor Brandon Beliso on faith. And we're going to talk about faith, but we're also going to talk about our core values. And our core values at the Academy are honor, integrity, discipline, and respect. Kind of moving along the lines, look, not everybody gets a belt. Not everybody gets a trophy. You get what you what, Emmett? Earn. Earn. Exactly right. And I know some people are saying, well, some kids aren't as talented and some kids aren't this and that. Do we evaluate on talent? No. What do we evaluate on? Attitude and effort. Attitude and effort. And when you put forth your best effort, or you have the best attitude and you put forth your best, forth best effort, tongue-tied over here, right? What happens? You get? Better. You get better. And your skill improves, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's it. We don't judge on athletic ability. And too many times in the world today, we're getting too many parents. I'm going to I'm gonna throw some right hooks of reality coming at you. And our martial arts friends, I'm going to share some personal stories within uh, uh, not only our industry, but with me personally at our martial arts academy, when at times I've breached our core values. And by doing so, I've paid the price big time, kind of paid twice, meaning I not only lost out on my honor, integrity, character, discipline, respect of who I am by bridging on those, but also I end up losing again because the, the people that I tried to cater to, it was never enough. It was never enough. They kept pushing, pushing, and taking advantage to the finally the point where you know we had to part ways, and it wasn't that good. So I'm going to share some stories on those, and I know a lot of us out there, entrepreneurs and, and those in the martial arts industry, customer service. We want to do everything we can to create the best possible experience, and that's what we do. However, we can never, ever sacrifice our core values. No amount of money, no person is worth that sacrifice. And I've personally experienced it too many times, and I'm going to share a few of those stories with you today in hopes that maybe that'll help you if you're on the fence with that or if you've done it in the past. You know, the old saying, shame on them the first time for taking advantage of you. Shame on you the second time for allowing it to happen a second time or more. And sometimes I'm a little slow, so it's taken me, (laughs) shame on me, shame on me, shame on me, till finally I said, enough, no more, no more. That shouldn't come to that, but unfortunately, sometimes uh, you you believe too much, and I want you to believe in other people. I want you to be kind to other people. I want you to be respectful of other people. That's the whole essence of the show, whole essence of living your best kick in life. However, don't disrespect yourself in the process. Don't allow that to happen. Don't breach your core values. And I hear say, well, you can compromise a little bit. Ah, 
You compromise your core values. Before you know it, you, you've lost them all. So anyway, before we go on any further, we've got a special message from Professor Brandon Beliso on faith. And the faith, I, I just absolutely love having Professor Beliso on the show, love having his insight and sharing his wisdom and knowledge. And we connect so well on so many different, uh, I guess, so many different areas and so many different cha- channels, if you will. And this is no different. You know, last week we had uh, Chip Townsend, Master Chip Townsend on, and he talked about praising God, having faith, having your priorities in order. And his priorities were, you know, God self, family, and, and sometimes people say, hey, why would you put yourself ahead of the family? And at first, when I was first ta- uh, told that as well from one of my mentors, I thought, wait a minute, I always put my family and friends and business and everything else first. And they said, look, yes, that's the right thing in your heart to do, but if you don't take care of yourself, you're not, you don't have the ability to give your very best to your family, to your friends, to your wife, to your kids, to your business. So you've got to make sure you're taking care of yourself. And what it means by taking care of yourself, getting enough sleep, getting enough exercise, proper nutrition, all those things that help you become your very, very best. And it was kind of presented to me with this, boom, right hook of reality. If you don't take care of yourself and you're not 100%, you're actually disrespecting those that you want to serve to your very best because you're not at your 100%. And if you're not at 100%, how can you give them 100%? Wow. How's that for a right hook? Is that a right hook, Emmett? Uh, yes. <laughs> it was sort of like, what in the world? So good stuff. That's a look I often get from uh, my little buddy when I talk about these different things. Because, well, he's very mature, very intelligent, and has great wisdom. But the fact is he's only nine years old. So he's going to get nine years worth of experience. But uh, what I try and do here, same thing I do with everything at the academy and all the speeches I give, plant the right seeds cultivate those seeds so they harvest into something special positive motivation but yet a right hook of reality letting you know look you don't just get everything because you want it you don't get things because you cry and throw a fit you get things because you work hard for it you do your very very best and you become your very best now there's ups and downs the world's going to kick your butt the world's going to knock you down Emmett have you always succeeded everything you've ever done no are you kidding me no no I haven't have you failed at a few things yes yes but you had two choices when you fail at something. What is it? Or what are they? Um, keep trying until you completely get it. Or just give up and say, like, it's too hard. I can't do this. Boom. Advice from a nine-year-old. And oftentimes, us in society, we fail one time and we say, oh, it's too hard. I give up. No. No. Get your butt back up and go at it again. What you have learned, you've learned from the experience that that doesn't work. Try another path. Uh, John Maxwell's got a great book called Failing Forward, meaning you failed at an attempt, we'll keep plugging away. And Emmett, what do we say? Do we say try or we say do? What's the difference? Um, we say do because if you say you're going to do it, it um, gives you like that like kind of motivation kind of thing where you're going to keep trying until you do it. And if you say you're going to try – you're probably not going to keep going until you do it. So, Good stuff, buddy. Meaning, if you're committed by saying, like it says in our creeds, I will do my best, not I will try my best. When I say I will do my best, it means I am committed to do it, do it, do it, do it until I get it right. Try means, well, I've got an out. I tried. It didn't work. Oh, well, no big deal. I tried. No. No, try gives you an out. Do gives you a till I get it done. <laughs> Think about Nike's slogan. 
It would have been less powerful if they said, hey, just just try. It's okay. Just try. Okay, good job. You tried. No, that's a bunch of crap. Do it. Do it. I'm going to do it. And you're going to keep doing it till you get it right, or you're going to learn how to do it in a better way. But we can't give up just because something doesn't go our way the first time. So as I mentioned, I've got plenty of stories to share that I'm going to uh, get a little, well, I don't say emotional, but definitely personal about some stories that have occurred at the studio with uh, families that, uh, I don't know, everybody can parent the way they want, but we're not going to change our core values uh, because they don't align with your parenting skills. Meaning if you're used to your kid throwing a temper tantrum and a fit, you giving them their way, I'm not going to do that. Absolutely not. And I've, I've, like I said, I've compromised on that in the past, and it's done nothing but I've lost twice. They ended up quitting for something else, but I lost my integrity in the process. So we're going to talk about that. But right now, I want to get Professor Bliso on here, and he's going to talk about faith. Got to have faith. Professor Bliso, take it away, sir. Hey, Rich. Brandon Bliso here. It's really good to be back here on the show with you and your listeners. Uh, today, our entry is entitled, You've got to have faith. In the words of the late, great George Michael, because you got to have faith, din, din, right? We all know that song. And through the most challenging of times, I think what has always got me through was the ability to have my relationship with God, which has given me that true faith. Even at the worst of times, I've always believed in God. Even through the, the most tumultuous foster homes, Abuse, being molested, a mother abandoning us, bankruptcy at uh, 26 years old, being my own worst enemy. I mean, I could go on and on. My sister dying. My, I've lost a sister. I've lost two brothers. I've lost a mother. I've lost my grandmother. There's many people. And through all of that, people wonder how I have that ability to still smile because I have faith. And faith is believing in the things you can't see. And we're in the middle of such such pain and suffering, it's hard to see God sometimes for people. I know it was for me. So to really be in those positions challenged me to focus more on God and the strength. Because where I can't, God can. And I understand that. And the ability and the power of prayer is really, really important. And faith and just to open a new business when we know nine out of 10 small businesses fail, right? Faith to believe that um, this person that you believe in so deeply will see better days. The faith to believe no matter how challenging your life is in the words of the late, great Brandon Lee, it can't rain all the time. And that's what he was saying, is have that faith that this too shall pass, right? So it's all those different things collectively is why I say you've got to have faith. Because without faith, all is lost. Without faith, somebody wakes up and they decide, you know, what's the best thing to do today? You know, I'm going to take a gun and walk into a big group of people and kill everybody, including myself. Right? When you don't have faith, you wake up and you commit suicide. When you don't have faith, all hope is lost. So I am passionate about faith. I am committed to faith. I live for faith. I practice faith. And on the days I have none and the tank is empty, I dig a little deeper and I turn it over to God. And so for those of you out there that, that are entrepreneurs, those of you out there that are struggling with small businesses, have faith. Live by good values. Have an action plan. Have a clear vision. And most importantly, you know, do the right thing. That to me is one of the greatest acts of faith I can offer 
here on this planet, this human world, for the lack of a better word, is when we live and display faith in everything that we do, we offer ourselves to be the example that God is alive, right? And that's important. I will never give up on faith. I will always have hope. I love The Wizard of Oz. I love a happy ending. I will always watch a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer at Christmas time. Mm -hmm. I will always say Merry Christmas. I will always say Happy Birthday, Jesus. And I'm cool with that. I'm cool with all of that. So you got to have faith. Write it down. Anytime you find yourself not having it, get down on your knees and pray. Every time you, you, you think, hey, it can't get any worse, think of the words of Brandon Lee. It can't rain all the time. I was listening to a Darren Hardy post today, who I love. Darren Hardy was talking about a woman that had physical disabilities, mental disabilities, went on to win the Olympics, uh, the Special Olympics, did all these marathons. They did a, she wrote a book. They, they, they did a whole movie on her. So you think you got it bad? As the saying goes, I complained I had no shoes until I saw a man with no feet. So I choose not to complain. I choose to have faith. So I just want to share that with everybody today. Hey, this is Brandon Bliso. You want to know more about me? Go to brandonbliso.com. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, you'll find me at LinkedIn, Pinterest, Facebook, Snapchat, uh, Instagram. All right. Until we talk again, please, please, please go out there and live your best life. Well, thank you, Professor. As always, thank you so very much for taking the time. It's so great to hear from you. Great to hear your voice. I enjoy our conversations, and uh, I know how busy you are. So the fact that you took time to uh, give us this, send us this message, I'm very, very grateful and very honored. Well, folks, as always, you're in for a treat. Anytime, uh, well, hopefully anytime you hear our show, anytime you watch the Facebook Live videos, I want to do everything I can to bring you the best content, as you know, to live your best kick in life. And it's not all sunshine and rainbows. I'm, I'm not for that. I don't believe in that at all. The world can be tough. Or as Rocky says, it can be a mean, nasty, ugly place that'll beat you to your knees and keep you there if you let it. Got two choices. Like Emmett just said, when you uh, uh, hit some adverse challenges, you can battle through the adversity by getting back up and fighting again and saying, I'm doing this. Or you can come to it, cave to it, lay there and cry. You know, that, that's you want to live a better life. You want to live your best kick in life. Get your buck back up, count your blessings, and focus on trying and doing uh, harder, right? <laughs> trying and doing harder. Just doing your very, very best. So as Professor Bliso talked about, you know, faith in God, that's number one. And you know I've been talking a lot more about that simply because that has been an enlightening experience for me. It truly has. Now, whatever your belief is, that's fine. But I'm telling you, telling you, telling you, without that third leg of the table, my life was always out of balance. The third leg meaning the spiritual side, the mental side, and the physical side. Three-legged table. And when one leg's not supporting the other legs, it's a wobbly table. And for the longest time, that was where I was at. And uh, the weirdest thing was when I was in the best shape of my life, the physical side was, I mean, it was, it was great. But emotion, or I'm sorry, uh, mentally and spiritually, that was gone. I, I just, you know, I wasn't right. I wasn't putting in the time for meditating. I wasn't putting in time for self-education and reading, traveling and, and finding out, learning what I didn't know. And I sure as heck wasn't spending time reading the Bible. Even though my grandmother would smack me around all the time, I wasn't doing it. So I had a wobbly life, so to speak. Now, <laughs> I've got those three legs on the physical side. I let, I'll be honest, I let that drift a little bit. I'm not in bad shape, but I'm not in the best shape I've ever been either. But I'm working toward it to align all three of those legs. But the mental side, 
I read more than ever. I travel more than ever. I give more speeches, and I simply want to learn what I don't know. And I don't get my knowledge and information from corrupt media channels. Folks, I'm telling you, turn that garbage off. It is no good for you. They base everything they throw at you on fear and anger. Those two emotions, that's where they get their ratings. It's disgusting. It's not good. It pollutes your mind. And there's no way you're going to live your best kick in life if you continue to plant the garbage that they give you in your mind. They don't care about us. Talking about CNN, MSBC, all the darn media channels. I'm going off on a little tirade here because I see what it does to people's minds. It pollutes them with ugliness, with negativity, with hatred. It's not good. If you want to live a positive life, you can't sow the seeds of negativity. And that's what they do. That's what they do because that gets ratings. It's based on the two most uh, primitive human emotions, fear and anger. Don't do it, okay? Don't do it. Because what it's led to is what I'm going to talk about right now, our society of I'm entitled. I need this because... Oh, if I don't get my way, I'll throw a little temper tantrum, a little fit. We've got college students doing that. That's what two-year-olds do. Come on. You're better than that. So, story, it's happened before, I mentioned. Well, last night at the academy, we had uh, one of our students not get their tip. Uh, they test every month. They can If they uh, have the days in and they've worked hard, they've practiced at home, and, of course, we have a log sheet they fill out, and we – we trust that they're doing it. Anyway, they come in, and all we ask, Emmett, once again, back to you, little buddy. All we ask is you do your very best, and you'll become your best, and if you don't, you won't. That's it, buddy. That's it. That's all it is. No athletic ability and no no talent, because I promise you, you do your best. You continuously put forth your best. You have the right attitude that I'm going to do my best, and then the actions to actually do it, you're going to get better. It's just simple. It is absolutely simple. I give examples all the time about when uh, kids were learning to feed themselves. So, Emmett, you don't remember when you were learning to feed yourself, but you do a pretty good job of hitting your mouth now, don't you, when you feed yourself? Yes. <laughs> it was like, what in the world? So, I mean, I guess occasionally we get excited. You may misfire a little bit and have food running down your face. But has that ever happened to you? Um, Probably not since I was about two or three. All right, buddy. Thank you. Maybe. So anyway, the message on that is the same message I give. When kids first started learning to feed themselves, they had food all over the place. Those with parents or those who have seen little kids, you know what I'm talking about. They got applesauce in their eyes. They got peas up their nose. They got more food on their face and their shirt and their clothes. And, boy, they're still trying, though. They're trying to work that fork or work that spoon to get that food in the mouth because they're hungry. And they know food on the face, in the eyeballs, or up the nose, or on the shirt, isn't going to satisfy their hunger. It's not getting in their belly. So what do they do? They do their very best. They do their very best to work it. And, and of course, if they don't, <laughs> then they're not satisfied because they haven't learned to feed themselves properly. And Emmett just shared with us, he's nine years old now, he's pretty good at that feeding himself thing. And what about walking? Emmett, how you doing with walking? Better than I was, <laughs> um... Maybe a few a, a few years yeah. ago. Well, I mean, not only walking now, of course, you're not a run. And, and what have we been doing lately? You know, you're a hockey player now, so you're ice skating. What about the first time you got on the ice? Were you good at it? No, but I keep trying until I get good at it, like really good. Now, was there a temptation to quit because it was hard? 
Yes. Yeah. See, he's honest. There was a temptation. He's like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. This is tough. This is tougher than I thought. We kept pushing because it's something he wanted to do, and I wanted him to learn the value of perseverance and battling through and not giving up. And he battled through. And, I mean, you're becoming one heck of a good skater now, and your hockey skills are improving you know, immensely because you didn't give up. Right, buddy? Yes. And now is it becoming more fun? A lot more. <laughs> a lot more because you battled through. You paid the price early of not giving up, and now you're reaping the rewards, the benefits. So, folks, especially our martial arts friends out there, this is the exact same message I share with everybody I can, and people realize this, come into our academy. We've established that now for most people. <laughs> We've still got a few that try and you know uh, buck the system a little bit here. But that is our values. You do your best, and that's our goal. That's our job. That's why we're here is to push these kids, encourage these kids to do their very best. Now, some kids are multi-talented. Some kids aren't. You know, some kids have flexibility where they can just hold their leg up above their head, and some kids can't. However, with the right amount of attitude and the right amount of effort, every child will be able to get their leg above their waist, and then we can work from there just like they learned how to feed themselves through attitude, effort, and doing their best, just like they learned how to walk by not giving up, just like Emmett learned how to become a heck of a skater because he didn't give up. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. And that's where our society has gone terribly wrong lately, folks. It truly has. And if you want to live a better life, you want your kids to live their best kick in life, we're going to have to correct this. Quit blaming others. Quit uh you know, I guess pushing off responsibility, accept responsibility. Unfortunately, parents today would rather appease their kid now than have to worry about it later. Meaning, oh, you know what? It's just easier. Give them what they want now, and then, then we don't have to worry with it. Well, guess what? They're not paying their dues. Sooner or later, <laughs> the piper's coming. And what that means is you're going to pay for it. In other words, Emmett, who's nine years old, if he was said, you know what? This is too hard. I'm not doing this. Well, later on, maybe he wanted to start playing hockey at 12, 13 years old. Well, he's going to be far behind, and he's going to maybe go out again, and he's going to say, oh, I can't do this, and give up. These kids that get their way now are being conditioned. We're planting the seeds of improper behavior, doing what I want, throwing a fit is a reward. That's terrible. Then they become high school. Then they, you know, I have it all the time where parents will, they'll say their, their child wants to stop coming to the academy. And other martial arts uh, studio owners out there, this is for you. We all go through this. And they'll say, oh, well, he, he doesn't, uh, doesn't want to come anymore. I'll say, well, why not? Is he going to do another sport or he's got something else going on? Well, he just wants to play video games. Emmett, do I like video games? No. <laughs> now, they're okay. All right, I, I'm not, I personally think there's better things you could do with your time. I understand some kids like them. So, I mean, Emmett likes Minecraft. We let him play a little bit on that. But there's a limit on that. There's a limit. For almost every minute he plays that, he needs to be outside. He needs to be reading. He needs to be doing other things to balance it out. But he's a kid. He enjoys that. So I'm, I'm okay with a little bit of it. But when it gets to the point where that's all you do, that's a problem. That's a problem. So when we're back to the story, the parents will say, eh, he doesn't want to do anything. He just wants to sit in his room. I'm like, guys, you, you don't want to give in to that, okay? We want to push them over this hump because if they condition themselves to do that, they're going to do it every single day. And then this kid's 10 years old. What are you going to do when they're 15, 16 years old and they say they don't want to go to school anymore? Oh, well, well, we'll handle it then. Well, time flies on by. I'll see these parents at a later time. I'll say, hey, how's so-and-so doing? 
And they say, oh, my gosh, he is terrible. He's so disrespectful. He's so rude. He's so mean. He's failing every class. I don't know what to do. And then I'll say, hey, well, bring him on back to the academy. We'll work with him. We'll help, you know, uh, remotivate him, try and find a better way just to kind of have him connect. And what do they say? Oh, no, no, no. He's done with that. He, he, he doesn't have any interest in that. Be the parent. Be the parent. Quit rewarding poor behavior. Quit giving them what they want because they throw a fit. Be the parent. So as I mentioned last night at the academy, we had a situation, and uh, we, we've had it with a, a couple different families. Most of the families get it. We Our four values, honor, integrity, discipline, respect. Everything we do revolves around that. Now, there are injustice in the world. I know there are. I mean, I've been a part of those on both sides. However, we are doing everything we can within our power. My nearly 40 years of martial arts experience, nearly 35 years of being a coach, because I started coaching at 13, 14 years old, hockey and uh, uh, baseball, <laughs> probably too early, and then tried to teach people martial arts. I really didn't know what the heck I was doing back then. But that's what I was doing, so I've got that experience. And, of course, being a PE teacher. Now, am I perfect? Absolutely not. I admit that openly. I am continuously learning. I am, yes, I've achieved a certain rank in uh in martial arts and mastery and instruction and everything else. But what I keep at, I'm a master learner. I'm a master white belt, if you will, always wanting to learn other ways. I'm not perfect, but darn it, I'm going based on the experience of what I've seen over the years and what I know happens to these kids on both sides. The kids that battle through, the kids that push through, are the kids that learn how to feed themselves. They learn how to walk. They learn how to run. They learn how to skate. They learn how to throw a good round kick. They learn how to stand up to bullying. They learn how to have the self-confidence to say, no, I'm not doing that. Yes, I'm going to make the right choices. You're not the right people to hang around with. I know that happens. However, on the other side, I've seen it the other way. These kids that have never had to battle through adversity, have never had to accept any responsibility, what happens to them? It's not good. 30 years old, they're still living at home with mom and dad. They don't have a job. All they do is complain. They're in a depressed funk. It's not good. Now, some of you may be saying, man, oh, man, you're all being awful harsh today. Holy smokes. This is life. This is the right hook of reality. And I've been, and I, I'm a happy, positive, motivated guy. And I'm always going to be that way. But I can no longer sit around and accept this nonsense of blaming the teacher, blaming the instructor, blaming everybody, but the person who should be blamed. And that's the parents or the kids for not putting forth the effort. Emmett, so you hear me talk all the time. You do your best. You become your best and if you don't you won't and either side if you become your best who's responsible for that well yourself because you did the work right mm -hmm. absolutely and if you don't become your best who's responsible for that also yours well yourself and why is that uh because well you didn't do what you had to do and yeah you simply yeah. chose not to do it right mm -hmm. you chose not to put forth the effort so anyway this story I'm kind of belaboring the point here, but I want to get the point across, especially this is the message is universal. Our martial arts friends, I want you to know that we all experience this, but also our parents out there, and, and, and truly in our hearts, I know all parents want to do the best they can for their kids. I get that. I truly do. You know, and, and when a kid doesn't get their stripe or doesn't get their belt or doesn't succeed, I'll tell you what, that hurts me more than anything because I feel like I've failed that kid in helping prepare them. But inevitably... The kid has to be the one to do it. They have to be the one to perform. I can't do that for them. 
I can encourage, I can motivate, I can work with, but they have to do it. Because, and why is that so important? Because when they're on the playground and this little jerk comes up and shoves them down or yells at them or calls them a name, I can't be there with them. But what can be there is the values that we've instilled in them about battling through, about perseverance, about not giving up, about doing your best, about believing in yourself. Those things will be with them. Not if they just get something they haven't earned. And I tell you, folks, I've been there. I've been bullied. I've been picked last for teams. I've been made fun of, been called names, and I didn't always have the confidence that I do right now. And I'll tell you what, there was nothing worse. I'd been, I'd been beat up quite a bit. <laughs> you know, a lot of broken noses and broken bones and concussions and all that stuff from playing sports at a competitive level. And I used to fight a little bit too, which I'm not saying is the right thing. I'm just being honest. Those physical scars, they always healed. Those mental scars to this day, to this day, are still there. They're still there because of that mental bullying, not having the belief, the confidence in myself to stand up for myself, to let people make fun of me, let people shove me down, let people call me names. Yeah, painful. I'm 47 years old. I still feel it. I still feel it. Now, I've covered a lot of that up, but I still feel it, and I do not want any kid to ever experience that again. So if you're a parent out there, and you're still listening, I haven't ticked you off, <laughs> do not... Do not do, uh, cater to the kids. And I, now, there's a difference between sympathizing with them, with them and then flat-out pampering them. There's a huge difference. If you know your child's not putting forth their very best, don't make excuses. Don't blame others. You get onto the kid. Don't go to the teacher and yell at the teacher because your kid's failing. Get onto the kid. Now, there's always extenuating circumstances. I'm a realist. Are there bad martial arts instructors? You doggone right. Are there bad teachers, police officers, firefighters, doctors? Yes, 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 yes. There's, there's bad out there. There's bad people. There's uh, people with ill intent and ill will. There's people that are, will go out of their way to try and get revenge and even with somebody. I've experienced all of that. Our core values, honor, integrity, discipline, respect, and I base my heart, my soul, my reputation, everything I am, on doing that because I want what's best for these kids. I don't want them to experience the trials and tribulations that I had because I, these kids won't be able to go through it. Not that, they're, not that I was any stronger than they are. I was brought up differently, so I was made to become strong. These kids are brought up extremely fragile, and they're going to break when the real world hits them. And, my gosh, it, it's just so, parents, if you care for your kids, do the right thing. Don't automatically jump down in the instructor's throat which, by the way, I'm going to have a talk with these parents. And we may part ways because honor, integrity, discipline, and respect goes both ways. Our instructors go out of their way to create the best atmosphere, best experience they can for the kids because they want them to be their very best. And if there comes test day when they get their belts and they don't perform, that's, that's horrible in front of everybody. It's better not to get a stripe and then move on because they can always retest for that stripe. But their belt, they got to wait a whole month. So anyway, I kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent there, folks, but I'm really catering that message to our families out there. I want you to condition your kids to do their very, very best. Now, if there is an injustice where your kid is being, um, oh, I don't know, taking advantage of or someone's not being right, and I want to say fair because that word's overplayed, then yeah, there's something, something needs to be said about it. However, if you know <laughs> that your kid's not putting forth his best, 
then you need to talk to the kid about it. So, folks, I know I talked about, and it's kind of builds right into this, why I'm kind of, I don't want to say angry about it, but I've definitely got a passion for it because I see the results it does to these kids. I see it on both sides, and there's nothing that brings me greater joy than seeing these kids that wanted to quit because it was tough, but yet we encourage them to battle through. And now I got, I don't know how many of them are testing for their black belt this time coming. And I'm like, and they're so excited and they say it. Thank you so much for believing in me. Thank you so much for not letting me quit. Thank you so much for being there. I, 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 I just, I was scared. And I said, I know that's what we do here. And then I thank the parents for believing us. That, that, that is not, I mean, I get emotional, get teary eyed because I know what these kids have went through. And then of course, on the other side, get so gosh darn brokenhearted and frustrated because the kids quit because it's tough or they just want to play video games and then what kind of life are they going to have? I see it. I see it all the time. And that's where all this is coming from. That's what I'm built on. Everything. So Emmett, uh, you've been quiet over there, little buddy. Daddy's kind of going off a little bit here on some different things, but you hear me talk like this all the time at the academy, don't you? Uh, yes. So this is nothing new to you, is it, buddy? Not really, no. Would you like to share anything about um, some of the things we just talked about? or? Not, I, I'm okay. You're, you're okay? Really. All right. I know you wanted to be on the podcast here, and we're talking about uh, something. And, you know, it kind of, I guess it burns Dad's belly because I want kids to succeed. I want them to be their very, very best. And when I see them not doing their best, man, that hurts. That hurts me, doesn't it? Yes. Good. Because you've seen it too, right? You've seen the kids that put forth their best, and what happens? They um, get what they were trying to earn, or just they get better. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when you've battled through, like not too terribly long ago, you were breaking, uh, you're doing a, a spinning outside inside crescent kick to break a board, which was tough because you're spinning, you're taking your eye off the board, you're spinning all the way around, then you're trying to pick the board back up and do a crescent kick, which is like an arcing motion, folks that aren't in the martial arts, uh, almost like one of those. Um, Oh, it's crescent because it makes like a crescent moon. So it goes up and then circles back down and you hit with your heel. But anyway, he spun in a circle, uh, came back around and then picked up the board and then picked it up. Means he picked it up with his eyes, saw it and then broke it. But the first few times you misfired, you're off. I mean, you, you, uh, um, it was tough, right? I mean, everybody's watching. You're probably thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not, can I ever get this? Those thoughts going through your little mind there. Yeah. Well, Yes. But what did you have in you? You had the determination to not give up, right? Mm-hmm, yes. And why was that? What was your goal? Uh, to break the board. And it doesn't matter if you don't get it on the first try. It um, it matters if you keep trying, like, until you get it, which, yeah. So. Yeah, so you keep battling through. And uh, you end up going, like, two or three times without breaking it. And I'm sure part of you was, like, saying, oh, man, I don't want to do this anymore. Was that true? Was some part of you saying that? Yes. I know. I've had that experience before, too. But what did you do? Uh, battle through, overcome, succeed. Whoa! Say it again. Battle through, overcome, succeed. Wow. That was on our T-shirts last year, wasn't it? Wait, was it? <laughs> or two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. But that's what it was. You battled, you overcame, you succeeded. And how did you feel when you finally broke that board? Well, Awesome. Awesome. Now, you would have felt great about breaking it the first time, but by battling through and not giving up, I mean, that made you feel awesome because you got the reward of battling through. And, folks, that's what I'm talking about with everything we do, gaining that reward for battling through. 
So, Emmett, what else you want to share with us? Um, you, what what else did you start doing? You started playing the uh... oh guitar. Um, so I started playing the guitar. It's well, I only started how long ago did I start? About three like, weeks ago. Three weeks, two two to three weeks ago, um, and it was tough at first. And I kept battling through until I started getting it. Of course, it's still tough. Most instruments are always tough until you really start, like, getting it. <laughs> but, yeah. So. Good. Mm-hmm. But you're learning another valuable lesson about battling through. Nothing is easy at first, is it? No. No. And like I mentioned earlier, folks, walking, talking, feeding yourself, you know, that wasn't easy for anybody at first either. But they had the strength, the perseverance to battle through. And often I think of if, and a lot of us as adults, if we gave up as easily as we do now on some things, especially maybe helping our kids overcome adversity, we never would have learned to walk. You know, the first time we fell, we'd put, oh, you know what, this walking thing's not for me. I guess I'm not going to do it. The first time we failed to hit our mouth with a spoon, well, this feeding myself thing, this isn't for me. I guess I'm giving up. This talking thing, la 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 la. Well, this talking isn't for me. I'm giving up. Man, have the same perseverance we had as a child. And remember that with your kids. We've got the time. Put down the dang device. Get off social media, which is just polluting your mind with garbage anyway, and spend time with your kids. So um, what Emma was saying there about the kind of battling through, and obviously this is not life-threatening battling through, but it's a challenge he's going through. It made me think about uh, what uh, Brandon Beliso said from the movie The Crow from Brandon Lee, and it can't rain all the time. Yeah, there's going to be dark days. There's going to be sad days. There's going to be bad days. But it can't rain all the time. As Professor Beliso said, you got to have faith. Got to have faith that you are going to succeed. Got to have faith that you're going to make it better. But that faith has to be followed up with effort. You can't just, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. Because I hope, I hope, I hope I ain't going to get nothing done. You can have all the faith in the world, but if you don't take action, nothing's going to happen. Okay? Meaning, if you say you believe in God, that's great. That's good faith. But read the Bible. Go to church. Develop that spiritual side. That's taking action. If you want to get in better shape, you can have all the faith in the world that you're going to get in better shape. But unless you go to the gym, unless you change your eating habits, it's not going to happen. Right? You can have all the faith in the world that you're going to be more positive. But if you keep planning negative Social media in your mind, CNN, all the other disgusting networks out there, you're never going to have that, the, the, the positive thoughts because you can't have positive thoughts if you plant negative seeds. Can you, Emmett? Um, no. What do you hear me talk about all the time about planting seeds? If you plant onions, what are you going to get? Onions. <laughs> yeah. If you plant strawberries, what are you going to get? Strawberries. Like, um, if you plant onion seeds and you're expecting strawberries... Like, with all the faith, hope, it's not going to grow strawberries. It's going to grow onions, so. Oh, Emma, you were so awesome. Holy cow. Holy cow. That was awesome. That was, that's, he said it better than I could. I'm going to start taking you to all my speeches and let Emmett talk about that. He's exactly right. You plant onion seeds. It doesn't matter all the hope, faith, and everything else. <laughs> You've planted onions. You're kidding. 
Onions. Yes! <laughs> Come on. It just makes sense. So um, another thing that uh, Professor Bleasel brought up, and, and I think it's you know relevant as well, because we all go through hard times. We do. And it's, I thought I had it bad because I had no shoes until I met a man with no feet. It's always, someone's always worse, worse off than you are. You've got all these great things. Cherish what you have. Cherish what you have. But also take that blessing that you've been given and help your kids grow into the people that you, the adults that you want them to be. It won't just happen. If you continue to give your kids things they haven't earned, it's like planting onions. When, uh, <laughs> uh, when, when you cultivate that, it's going to grow up to be an onion. If you keep giving things, ki- giving kids things they haven't earned, when they grow up, not only going to expect it, they're going to use words like entitled, and boy, oh boy, are they going to get a right hook of reality from life. So I know I'm being a, a little hard hitting today, but this is uh, this is where I'm at, and this is probably where I'm going to come from for a lot of these shows because I truly want to get this message out there in our society. It all starts with the foundation we build with our kids. And it all starts with taking the time, but it starts with planting the right seeds as well. Planting the right seeds in your mind, planting the right seeds in kids' minds, and owning owning up to it, being responsible, accepting responsibility. And once again, folks, our core values of the studio, honor, integrity, discipline, respect. And there has been countless times, countless times, when I have breached those core values. And studio owners out there, uh, entrepreneurs out there, and just folks in general, I'm being honest here, and this is painful for me to say, but I'm going to say it. I did this because the business was struggling. So I was like, well, if this person leaves, that's one less person paying. I don't know if I'm going to keep the business open. So I sacrificed my core values, my honor, my integrity, my discipline, my respect, and most importantly, my character for to keep a family at the studio because I needed the money. Disgusting, terrible, gross. I say that now because I can look back on it. Studio owners out there, I'm sure some of you are facing that challenge right now. It will never be worth it. Never be worth it. A couple examples I'll give. A couple families. I had my values down. The kid didn't perform very well. And I said, hey, you know what? I really want what's best for them. I know they can do better. I've seen them do better. And I gave the example, but I can't be with them on the playground. They're really lacking the self-confidence. I can see it in their eyes. I want to push them to be their very best. And they said, well, I thought you were awful rough on them. I thought you were awful mean on them. And once again, folks, if you there's an instructor out there that's being you know, unjust, I get that. But if the person's coming from their heart, wants to help your kid, there's a huge difference. And what I do is, well, you know, uh, okay, well, all right, you know what, I'll let you this time. But next time, you're really going to have to put forth the effort or else. I mean, really, come on now. Okay, I gave in. I gave in so they wouldn't quit. So guess what happens? You know what happened. Is that the last time I was faced with this problem? No. It happened again. And they said, well, you know, they, they, they were just tired today. They didn't feel well today. And this is a couple ranks later. It kept on. And so finally, I'd had enough. And I'm like, no, they are not passing this time. And what happens? They freak out on me, uh, make me feel like a horrible person, call me all kinds of names, and they end up quitting anyway. I sacrifice my moral values my integrity, my honor, my character for a few bucks to pay the bills. Don't do it, folks. Do not do it. Because what happened? I got that pain and anguish every single time knowing that I caved the first time, knowing that they're going to keep pushing as they did, and then guess what's happened? 
they end up quitting anyway. So I end up losing anyway, but worse than that, I lost who I was. And in the process, you don't think I didn't think about it every time the testing process came up again? This family is going to have a hard time with it. And guess what? When I spend that much time on one family, what am I doing? I'm neglecting the other families every single time. I've even had situations where the parents say, hey, I, I, need you to, I want you to be rough with my kid. I want you to do this. I want them to earn it. So, okay, that's what we do here. This is going to be great until they don't get their first stripe, and then the parents freak out, and then they say, and this is where it comes back at you, folks, well, you passed so-and-so and they didn't earn it. It will always bite you in the butt every time you breach your core values. Don't do it. Because now you got to say, yeah, but you said you wanted your kid to be tougher. Yeah, I, wanted, I just want it to be fair. You passed them. You need to pass my kid. It's endless. It never ends. So establish your core values. And whatever you do, whatever you do, do not breach those core values. Because you will pay for it and you'll continue paying for it. Okay. And uh, this family I was talking about <laughs> last night, we had a, a disagreement uh, before. And I let them know. I said, uh, this, you're being disrespectful here. We want everything we can for your kiddo here. But uh, we're going to follow honor, integrity, discipline, respect. Our instructors do. I do. We create the best possible experience. We're not going to have this. So anyway, uh, I wasn't at the academy last night, but it happened. So we're going to have a talk. But I'm nipping this at the bud. If... And they're going to apologize to the instructor. And if they don't, I'm sharing this with you, family members, studio owners, because this is the, the approach you need to take. If they don't apologize, I'm just going to say, you know what, I'm going to refund your last month's tuition, and we're going to part ways. Because obviously our core values are not in alignment with yours. And that's what I mean, folks, when I say you keep your core values. And people parent however they want. You parent however you want. You don't have to listen. That's fine. I, I, I'm I know I'm giving you a lot of suggestions and tips, but I'm giving those based on experience of how I've seen kids turn out on both sides. But parents parent the way they want. We have our core values that want to produce the best future leaders, these kids that can stand up to bullying, these kids that have the courage and confidence to say when some kid in class is wigging them out because they're, they're, they're saying they're going to do blow up the school or going to do something of a horrible nature. They have the confidence to go and report it as opposed to being scared. And that's where it all starts, folks. That's where it all starts. I posted something on my Facebook page earlier today, and it said it kind of resonates with everything I've been saying here. Don't set yourself on fire trying to warm others. What? Don't, yeah, that's it. Don't set yourself on fire trying to warm others. Meaning, don't set yourself ablaze just to try and make someone like you or trying to make someone happy who is dead set on being unhappy. Go out of your way to be kind. Go out of your way to be just. Go out of your way to smile. Go out of your way to be respectful. But don't sacrifice who you are. Don't lower your standards. Don't lower your core values. Don't breach your character to try and make somebody else happy. Because it will never be enough. You will end up burning yourself out. And then what happens? They're going to leave anyway. They're going to leave anyway. So I know this has been quite the, the, the hammer show here. But I wanted to bring this up, folks, because this is a huge, huge, huge failure as uh, a society today. When something doesn't go right, we blame somebody else. Now, if someone's wrong, they need to be held accountable. But a good majority of the time, we need to look in the mirror. We need to look at our kids. We need to look at what, we're, what seeds we're planting. And for all our teachers out there, you know I got your back. You know I love you. Now, like I said, there's some bad teachers, yes. There's bad people in every profession. So let's get over that. Teachers. You have one of the toughest jobs on the planet. You truly do. 
Now, I know some of you are saying, well, they don't dig a ditch. They don't do this. I've done all that. I've shoveled horse poo. I've worked uh, construction, plumbing, drain tile, some of the horrible, oh, stinky jobs out there. I've done it. And teaching, you know, wasn't physically demanding like that, but mentally, it was exhausting. It was exhausting. All I did was teach PE, so I had a ton of fun. And I know some of the teachers that, that would complain a little bit. I'd <laughs> kind of get on them in a teacher's lounge. But the majority of our teachers out there, I'd have to go say 99% of them, are hardworking, good people who want the very best for their kids. 26 different, 28, 30, whatever they've got in their classroom, different learning styles, different cognitive levels of, of ability, different family structures, different family lives, some single, some, you know, uh, <laughs> have brothers with six different dads. I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy what these teachers go through, and yet they do their very, very best. And what's the first thing that happens? Your kid doesn't perform. You go right and blast the teacher as opposed to accepting responsibility. So teachers, I love you out there. Martial arts instructors, studio owners out there, you keep working hard. You keep doing your best. Folks in general, think about why you're doing things. Think about what seed you're planting in your kids' minds and in your own minds because I, from the bottom of my heart, I want you, I want your kids to live your best kick in life. I want you to get the most out of this life. Life is a, is a pretty beautiful thing. There's a lot of horrible things that go on, yes, but I would have to say that 98% of your life is pretty doggone good. Count your blessings. Don't let CNN and these other media stations impact your mind with garbage, fear, and anger. That's all they care about because that develops ratings. That means they get paid. Do you see any of that money? Does that money help your kids? No. So quit supporting that nonsense. And a reminder from Professor Beliso there. I thought I had it bad because I had no shoes until I met a guy with no feet. Count your blessings. Pray. Emmett, what is the big thing we're doing now? Prayer, right? We always did, but something you added for Lent. You wait, Tell everybody what you gave up for Lent, first of all. Um, chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> and what have you uh, added? Uh, praying morning and night now. I used to pray every night and not morning, but now I've started praying morning and night. So you continue to plant those positive seeds. You continue to water that seed, if you will, to make it more positive. Right, little buddy? Yes. Awesome sauce. Buddy, I love you. Love you, too. You're so awesome over there. Thank you. And I'm so happy you're on the show. I know Dad was uh, kind of delivering some right hooks of reality today, right? Yes. Dropping some bombs. Well, not any you know bad word bombs, but just dropping some bombs of, uh, hey, get it together, right? Yes. <laughs> Suck it up, buttercup. You ever heard that one? Of course you have. Um, so, Emmett, uh, before we wrap things up here, I was going to talk about the Black Belt Principles and my new book that will be coming out. The book is Achieve Greatness by Living the Black Belt Principles. I'll say it again. Achieve Greatness by Living the Black Belt Principles. So I've just about got it done, and it's going to be, I'm going to overview all the Black Belt Principles and pretty much, folks, talk about, like I just talked about here today, about doing your best to become your very best, about driving through a battle through adversity and challenges, count your blessings, and, of course, planting the right seeds. So, Emmett, what, um, um, can you recite the Black Belt Principles? Got you on the spot here. Yes. I know it's tough. You do it every night, but having a microphone in front of you is like, oh, and thousands and thousands of people listening. I'm putting the pressure on you, buddy. Can you do it? Yes. All right. Black Belt Principles. Humility, courtesy, bravery, honor, integrity, discipline, respect, perseverance. Boom. Emma just nailed it. 
job, Emmett. Yay. Thank you. And, of course, you do, you do that every night at the studio uh, after every class, uh, which is fine because you have the whole group and everybody's doing it together and that energy and power in the room's like, yes. But doing it here in a sound room with a microphone in front of your face, thousands and thousands of people listening, makes you a little nervous, doesn't it? Yes. Right. And it's like, it ain't nothing but a thing. So, folks, the, um, th- those words, uh, put those together. Um, I, I searched on how many different uh, – I tried to put together the, uh, the Black Bolt principles, the words that I felt had the most meaning for us and our core values. Now, there's others out there. Everybody has their different Black Bolt principles. I probably looked through no less than 100 different studios and academies, Black Bolt principles to put ours together. And I've changed a few times. matter of fact, just uh, in December, I added – uh, courtesy and bravery in there but just to kind of balance it out because they needed to be in there uh, they were I thought maybe they were kind of encompassed in a few other black belt principles but the fact that we didn't say it I thought we needed to say it to continually so plant that right seed so they are once again humility courtesy bravery honor integrity discipline respect and perseverance and the reason I structured them the way I did humility is a number one we've got to be humble hum- humility is keeping an open mind and putting others first. That's what we categorize humility as. And the last one, kind of the other bookend, if you will, perseverance. Battling through and never giving up. So humility's got to be number one. So you check your ego, be humble to learning, be open to stop, you know, learning what you don't know. And the last one, perseverance. Because when you get knocked down, when life kicks your butt, as we know it will, you're going to get knocked down. That's the bottom one. That's the foundation that holds it all up. You've got to have the perseverance to get your butt back up when life knocks you down. Accept responsibility. Maybe it was your fault. Maybe it wasn't your fault. Either way, get back up. You know that path didn't work. Find another path. Have that same perseverance, same desire, same humility to help your kids become their very, very best. Take that time to make sure they're doing it. Take that time to make sure if you're filling out the training log sheet that your kid's actually practicing at home. It doesn't take that long. Because we are not going to pass them for throwing a temper tantrum, having a fit, having poor behavior, having poor protocol. And we sure as heck are going to pass them with their parents acting like they are with having a temper tantrum, bad behavior, bad protocol, and disrespect. We're not going to do it. Folks out there that are on Martial Arts Academy, don't you do it either. I shared some very deep personal stories with you that, to be honest, I've never shared with I don't want to say I've never shared with anybody. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if I shared this with my team. My wife knows about it, maybe a few others. But I'm sharing this openly because I want to help you not only live your best kick in life, but help you realize you can't win when you sacrifice your core values. But here's another thing, the last spin here. You've got to have core values in order to know <laughs> what you can and can't uh, uh, sacrifice or compromise on. If you don't have your core values lined up, you've got to start there. Start there. And your core values do not have to be like my core values. No, we may have different thought patterns. You set them up according to what you want, what you expect, and what it means to you in your heart. And that's how you establish your core values. Good stuff. Emmett, we've been going at it for a while now. Doing okay over there? Yes. Awesome. Do you have anything to add? Um, Not really. No, nothing. Did I, I covered everything. I did a good job. Yes. I did? Awesome sauce. I think we're going to go do a uh, Facebook Live video at the Academy and kind of talk about the same thing there just to get that message out. So, folks, as always, if you like what you heard, you know, share this with others. That's the only way we're going to continue building our tribe. Our Building our tribe are positive, motivated, inspirational thinkers, um, people kind of given the right hook of reality to say, hey, 
Life is going to be tough. We know that. But let's battle through. Let's have the faith, but let's also have the action to t- or the, the actionable steps to make that faith become a reality. And it all starts with us. Accept the responsibility and let's let's build our kids. Let's build them up. Let's help them live their best kick in life. So share this with somebody who could, you know, would definitely benefit from this message. Leave your comments below. Uh, make sure you subscribe and download. This is our 59th episode, if you can believe that. And we're going to keep trucking right along here, folks. All these are going to keep bringing them out because I want to truly help you become your very, very best. And by me saying this, it, uh, it, it, it really feels good to send this message out to the universe, out to the thousands and thousands of listeners, because I know that it has a profound impact. And that's what I want to do. I want to help you live your best kick in life. All right, Emmett, you want to get my sound off or you know, finish it off? And until we talk again. You get out there and do your best, and, I'll, and I promise you'll be your very best. Oh, you got to say it with more conviction than that. Until we talk again. You get out there and do your best, and I promise you, you'll be your very best. That's so awesome. Everybody, give Emmett a big hand. He did awesome. Yeah, Emmett. And just what Emmett said, you. I promise. You'll, you'll become your very best if you do your very best. So get out there and do that. And God bless you. God bless your loved ones. Thank you so very much for taking the time to be with me. I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Emmett, thanks for joining me today. Everybody, God bless. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.